Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the Babes Who Manifest podcast. I am your host, Luanza, aka The Gratitude Chick. This episode is sponsored by Goalie Gummies, a perfect addition to your wellness routine. Are you looking for a delicious way to support your overall health? Goalie ACV gummies are made with vitamin B9 and B12 to help support healthy nutrient metabolism and immune function. I have partnered with Goalie to give all of my listeners 20% off and free shipping. Use my coupon code at checkout, the gratitude chick, all one word, to take advantage of this offer. Their website is www.goli.com. That is www.goli.com. Also, don't forget to follow me on all of my social media platforms at The Gratitude Chick for Facebook and Instagram, at Babes Who Manifest Podcast for Facebook and Instagram, at Babes Who Manifest for TikTok, and Gratitude underscore Chick for Twitter. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Manifesting in the Bible. So I decided to play um, some gospel music just simply because I feel that some of the songs that I listen to are just, they're reviving. Like I really love not only just this song, but Fred Hammond and Radical for Christ, Breathe Into Me. That's that's the name of the song. I love this entire CD. Um, when I was in college, it just, it really helped. Like, it's, a, it's an old CD. Trust me, I listened to this in the 90s, so it's an old CD. But it is chock full of awesome songs. So, if you have a streaming flat platform that you already have, I definitely recommend... Fred Hammond and Radical for Christ, that album, bomb. So today I'm going to just play a little um, gospel music in the background. 
Um, so you won't hear the normal music on this uh, recording. Um, just simply because I wanted to kind of switch it up a little bit for manifesting in the Bible. So we are going to be reading um, Psalms number, Psalms chapter 34. And this chapter is basically how David felt after being delivered out of the hand of Abimelech. And I told you guys um, for manifesting in the Bible, I am going to be reading a lot of Psalms because number one, it goes along with what we're doing with your weekly devotional with reading about David, but also because it shows what happens when you believe in God and his ability to protect you, to save you, and to care for you. So part of not just manifesting your life, but just part of, you know, manifesting your relationship with God and relationship with people is to believe, to trust, you know? And David shows us what happens when you believe in God and you trust in his ability to save you. And I feel that um, I am on a quest. And the reason why I even started, you know, the weekly devotional is because I am on a quest to understand David and why he is a man after God's own heart. Because when you, when you read his story, you see that, wow, this dude is a sinner of sinners. So how did he become a man after God's own heart? Psalms is the one that shows you excuse me, how David became a man after God's own heart. It is his praise. It is his love. All of that contribute to why David is a man after God's own heart. And while I am not a man to, to say that I want to be, you know, that, but it makes me feel better to know that as sinful as I am, God can look on my heart and not really, you know, judge me by my sins, but judge me by what he sees in my heart. That makes me feel better about me. So I am going to read um, Psalms 34. I've already prayed off of, cam off of uh, you know, before I started recording. Um, and this song, before I start, is Why We Sing by Kirk Franklin. It is the first song, I, I don't know if it's his first song he ever made, but it's the first time I ever heard of Kirk Franklin. And I was, I want to say I was in high school. So again, this is an old song. It is Kirk Franklin, Why We Sing. Sorry, I had to feel that part. We used to sing this in choir at church too. Okay. I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. That is what he says in Psalms 34, verse 1. I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. Are you getting now why he is a man after God's own heart? He stole a man's wife, had the man killed. Do you understand? Yet, he says, I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. My soul shall make its boast in the Lord. The humble shall hear thereof and be glad. 
oh, magnify the Lord with me and let us exalt his name together. So now he's saying to, to us, not only is his soul boastful in the Lord, not in himself, his soul is boastful in God. Okay? And when the humble hear it, they're going to be glad for him. And then he says, everyone magnify the Lord with me and let us exalt his name together. So not only is he telling you how good God is to him because he's going to bless his name continually, but he's gathering people to come. Look at me. Look at how I feel about God. Let us praise him together. I sought the Lord and he heard me and delivered me from all my fears. How many people even say this on a daily basis now? How many times do you pray and the Lord delivers you? Do you go out and tell people? You cannot be have a testimony without a text. That's period. But how often do you tell your testimony to people? How often? They looked to him and were radiant and their faces were not ashamed. This poor man cried out and the Lord heard him and saved him out of all his troubles. The angel of the Lord encamps around, uh, encamps all around those who fear him and delivers them. And fear here is not about being afraid. It is about reverence. Understand that the Bible says that he does not give us the spirit of fear. So we know that when we see the word fear, that it is about reverence. It is not about being afraid of God. So when it says, let's see. The angel of the Lord encamps all around those who fear him. Let's change that word to say the angel of the Lord encamps all around those who revere him and respect him. You know? Oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. Blessed is the man who trusts in him. And yes, I said blessed. Blessed is the man who trusts in him. So again, this is about, this 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 psalm is when he was delivered from Abimelech. So now he is praising God and telling you guys, taste and see that the Lord is good. And what that means is try him. Pray, ask for this. And see, does he not deliver you? That is what he's saying. And then he goes on to, to bless every person who trusts in God. Oh, fear the Lord, you his saints. There is no want to those who fear him. Oh, revere the Lord, you his people. There, You will not want for anything when you revere the Lord. That is what it's saying. The young lions lack and suffer hunger, but those who seek the Lord shall not lack any good thing. Come, you children, listen to me. I will teach you the fear of the Lord. Who is the man who desires life and loves many days that he may see good? Keep your tongue from evil and your lips from speaking deceit. And this is... I think in, in today's day and age, it is hard for people to 
not speak deceit and not speak evil because social media really has turned otherwise normal people into just horrible, horrible, horrible people, you know? So instead of people being out here just being excited about life, you know what I'm saying? Sorry, guys, I had to change the music. Instead of people being out here being excited about life and speaking good things over people, they'd rather be angry and fight. And, I, and social media has turned people into a-holes. Really, it has. So this says, keep your tongue from evil and your lips from speaking deceit. And I think a challenge would be to get off of social media. You know, get off of these gossip blogs. And I'm telling that to myself. I visit the shade room, you know. So I think it is imperative that maybe take a detox from social media, you know. Depart from evil and do good. Speak peace. Seek peace and pursue it. Seek peace and pursue it. And every day, this is one of the things I started to do. Um, I read something, and I think I put it on an episode. I would, I can't even begin to tell you what episode it is. It's, I have too many. But it was a book that we were reading, and in it, it was talking about praying and um, not to pray negatively. And... I realized that some of the things that I was saying over myself was negative. For instance, when I, I, I am a person that every time I get in the car, I pray because, you know, it's, I, first of all, I live in Atlanta and secondly, it's always a car accident. So I would prefer to travel safely. So I always pray when I get in the car, thank you for another day of life. Give us safe traveling mercies. I do this. My grandmother taught me that at a young age, we did that. And I've done it every, every time I get in the car. It is just what it is. So, and I would, I would, that is something that I advise you to do. Um, when you get in the car, just say a prayer, you know, ask the Lord for safe traveling mercies. Why not? So, um, what I realized what I was doing was saying, Lord, please give me safe traveling mercies. Help me not to get stopped, get any tickets or get any accidents. That's three negatives, right? So to me, that's canceling out the safe traveling mercies or it is just asking for these three things to possibly happen. So what I started to do, what I started doing was asking for safe travels and a peaceful journey. And then even when I'm saying my blessing over my food, I would ask the Lord um, to bless my food, you know, thank him for the food. Help it to keep and nourish my body and not give me stomach pain. I just start going through the list of what not I didn't want to have while eating my food. And of course, that's negative, right? So what I did was change that up and say, ask, you know, to bless my food, thank him for it, to keep and nourish my body. Then I asked for um, the food to give me peace and joy and happiness and love for the rest of the day. And that works. That works. So instead of the negative, I switched it up and asked for peace and for love and for happiness and for joy from my food. And that the Lord gives me every time. So when it says seek peace and pursue it, I do. 
Every day I I ask for peace. All day I ask for peace for myself when I eat, peace in my belly. Um, I send peace to my sister at work. I send peace to my, my niece at school. I send peace to my family. I send them happiness. I send them joy. I send them love and safety. I send all of that to them because we can do that. We can pray for our family and our friends and ask the Lord to send them love, send them peace, send them joy, send them happiness. I go so far because my sister, um, her job is, is fast-paced and hectic. So I ask the Lord to send her people that will make her laugh, you know? Help her to be able to chuckle in her day so that even if her day is, is, is you know, she gets home and she's tired, that she'll remember, oh, Mr. So-and-so made me laugh today. You know what I mean? Send laughter and joy and happiness to people. This is this is something that I do. So when it says seek peace and pursue it, I do that. Every day, all day, I seek peace. Because we live in a world that is not peaceful. So I want my world to be peaceful. The eyes of the Lord are on the righteous and his ears are open to their cry. The Lord hears you. He does. The face of the Lord is against those to, who, who do evil to cut off the remembrance of them from the earth. The righteous cry out and the Lord hears and delivers them out of all their troubles. So when you cry out, the Lord hears you and he will deliver you and he will set you up on high. That's what the Bible says, you know. The Lord is near to those who have a broken heart and saves such as have a contrite spirit. And you guys know what contrition is. That is how the Lord, you draw, draw the Lord to you when you are remorseful and repentant and contrite. You know? That's why the Bible says, draw nigh unto him and he will draw nigh unto you. And when you have that contrition in your soul, he will draw nigh to you. Many are the afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord delivers him out of them all. And I know this to be a fact in my life. Many are the afflictions of Luanza, <laughs> but the Lord delivers me out of them all. Amen. He guards all his bones. Not one of them is broken. Evil shall slay the wicked, and those who hate the righteous shall be condemned. The Lord redeems the soul of his servants, and none of those who trust in him shall be condemned. So that is Psalms chapter 34. And what I want you guys to get from this chapter is belief. That is the, even though the word believe may not have been anywhere in this chapter, it is the prevailing theme of this chapter. Believe. Believe in God. Believe in his ability to care for you. Believe in his ability to save you. Believe in his ability to sustain you. Believe in his ability to care for you. That is our job is to believe. And in order to believe, we must trust. We must trust that he has his best our best interest at heart. We must, we must trust that he will not withhold any good thing from us. 
We must trust these things. And as Christians, we should have a better time of doing that. Because the, the entire reason we are Christians is because we believe in God. And we believe that he sent his son to die for our sins. So we, to me, inherently, we already have that trust there. So if we trust that Jesus died on the cross for us, if we trust that God sent his only begotten son in our place, then we must believe that he who started a good work in us will complete it. We must believe that he will deliver us when we need him. That is what we have to do. And that is why in Mark 11 it says, that you can have anything that you want in life if you believe. And that is why when Jesus went around healing people, he told them, be it unto you as you believe. That is what he did. If you did not believe, do you think you could have been healed? Do you think for a second that, that Jesus could have healed you if you didn't believe? I need you guys to really think about that. Is healing outside of your body? Is he? Because I believe that healing is inside of our body. And Jesus, what he did was bring that to the forefront. I don't necessarily believe that he, was, he healed you without you believing first that he could do it. And that is the same in our lives right now. There is nothing that you cannot have in this world. But if you don't believe that you can have it, you will not receive it. And that goes with health as well. That goes with health as well. We were made with self-healing bodies. So Jesus healing the blind and the lame and all of these things, he can only do what you believe that he can do. And that goes for then, and that goes for now. So the entire, the entire reason why I read this is because I wanted you guys to get into the, to the understanding that if you believe, no matter what it is, that you can have this in your life. You can have it. God is that good that all he said is, if you have faith, as little as a mustard seed, you can say to this mountain, be thou removed and be cast into the sea. You know? And the Bible says, if you don't doubt in your heart and believe, you can have whatever it is that you want. So I really want to, to just kind of drive that home to, to us all that we have to practice believing. And one of the ways that we practice believing is affirming statements. We have to get affirming statements that help us to believe. Whether that's affirmations that you see that resonate with you, whether it's a Bible scripture that you see that resonates with you. Find affirming statements that you can repeat over and over and over and over and over in your mind so that you can build up your belief muscle. It is a muscle. And the same way you exercise your 
your your muscles in your body to make them bigger and stronger is the same way you have to exercise that belief muscle to make it bigger and stronger in your life. So I hope that you guys like love this episode because I I did. And I was really, you know, kind of encouraging myself and the Lord as I spoke. So um, I hoped, I hope as I encouraged myself that you got some encouragement from it. And um, I'm going to end this episode with the little Kirk Franklin melodies from heaven. Thank you guys so much for listening. I appreciate you guys every day when you click and play my my um, podcast. Thank you. Don't forget to add gratitude as a daily practice in your life. I promise you, your life will change once you add the daily practice of gratitude. You guys have a blessed day. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Babes Who Manifest podcast. I am your host, Luanza, aka The Gratitude Chick. Don't forget to subscribe and give my podcast five stars. If you have not already, join my Facebook group, Babes Who Manifest. Mm-hmm.